welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Social Worker. I am your host, Christopher Scott, and uh, today we're going to talk about interruptions. Um, you know, one interruption, uh, our dis- our disruption, um, if you want to prefer that term. I was supposed to have a guest today, um, didn't work out, so show must go on, so, um, you know, to pick up and let's see what we can do but um but basically um i've been in like this kind of weird uh this weird period you know dealing with a disruption or interruption that i had um if you guys all know but follow me i'm dealing with uh i was dealing with unemployment um and really trying to figure out my next move i think i gotta figure it out uh but still kind of waiting to see um how things fall you know, still kind of, still really uncertain, you know, so I've just been dealing with that, um, yeah, so, you know, it was kind of weird, um, you know, being laid off, I never experienced that kind of, that kind of a thing, you know, this wasn't something that I'm used to, so, um, really just like, you know, the franticness of, you know, trying to find something that replaced the old resources, um, you know, going through, you know, uh, trying to make old contacts, uh, trying to mend old relationships that I might have harmed and, you know, that I might think I'm, I, I might need now. Um, and really just trying to f- just figure it out, you know. Um, it's been tough, but I've been going through I've been going through it, and I really just, uh, uh, we're not going through it like that, but i just been making it, you know, Um you know, uh, there's one thing that that I kind of, uh, you know, had had to tell myself is that, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you can get a job, you know, like you'll find like if you really had to go, you might not get a job, you know, that pays what you was making in the school district. But, you know, if you got to make a paycheck, you can get you can get a job that can pay your bills. You know, it might it might be all you can do. But you, but you know, I'm confident enough that I, that I can do that. But you know, a part of the stress is that really just trying to make them make make my next move my best move. You know, because I don't want to be in any old situation. You know, um, I was feel like I was I was with the, in that situation at the school district, and you know, I don't want to just look at something. And not really wholeheartedly left to do it, you know, because at the end of the day, it only it only hurts your career, you know, when you try to get an opportunity that you're not really into, but they got, you know, all the, well, they got good benefits or, or the pay is great. It's like, no, you, you need an opportunity to help you grow, you know, so I've been dealing with that. Um, I have found some opportunities, but like I said, I'm just kind of waiting for you know, the pieces to fall in line, you know. But during this whole process, it has been stressful, you know. I've caught myself stress eating, you know, um, just like, you know, going out to lunch, eating lunch, and then, like, driving down the street and, like, hey, you know, that was good, too. Well, fuck it, let's go get it, you know, and just, and just like, going like going to get lunch, going to the store, buying, you know, all kind of, like, different drinks, um, well, not like, not alcoholic drinks, but you know, like uh, just kind of like juices, uh, cookies, snacks, those kind of things. Just because, like, like I've, you know, I I definitely feel the stress of you know stuff not falling into place like I wanted it to. You know, um, 
when I graduated grad school in 2017, I had about, um, you know, I was turning down jobs left and right, you know, so I figured that that kind of thing would happen again, and it hasn't really happened, um, you know, it hasn't really happened like like that, you know, I got a few opportunities, but but they're not like the most like ideal, they're good opportunities, but like, but, but not like easy, you know, so, um, so that's, that's, what, that's what I'm working with, you know. Um, and, but as far as like how the interruption came, I feel like this is kind of how people live their, their life. You know, like you really don't want to deal with, uh, interruption. You don't want to deal with change, you know, especially like in this day of age where, you know, um, I feel like everybody's kind of under the same stress of the, of how society works, you know, go to work, pay bills, uh, take care of your family, get up and do it again, you know, and, and, and in that kind of environment with that kind of stress where everybody's stressed, you know, your boss is stressed, you stress, the person you making a design for is stressed, the person you give therapy to is definitely stressed. So, you know, I just feel like, the, you know, when interruption comes, it's kind of hard to pick up and just keep it moving, you know, it, I like it just really is. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm learning this process. Uh, it's something I really don't want to go through again, but I, I I don't I don't call the shots, but but I'm trying to put myself in a position to call the shots. You know, um, um, during this process, I had a real like vulnerable moment, and I called my mom and asked her to pray for me. You know, um, really just because I felt like I needed it. You know, but I don't I feel like my relationship. With uh, you know, my spiritual relationship wasn't strong enough for me to pray and be at ease with it. You know, I had to have her do it because she's you know she's just more in tune than I am. You know, and I'm learning how to be better at that because I feel like that's a good part of my mental practice. It's really just putting faith in a higher power, putting faith in something to know that it's, it'll be okay. You know, it'll be all right. Um, I don't have all the answers. Even if I did have all the answers, there would be an answer that I didn't have. That didn't really make any sense. But, 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 but you know, I don't. I don't have all the answers. I, I can't guarantee you know that you know that tomorrow is gonna go a hundred percent right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like I just like in this process of being an entrepreneur, um, you know, have a person that that just has goals outside of going to work and sitting down for eight hours and getting the check. You got to really have faith in something because if you don't, you will you will definitely go crazy because you never really know what kind of process you, or what part of the process you're in. You know, of course, there are certain things to let you know, like, OK, you know, I'm making some progress here. But, uh, but all in all, I mean, you never really know until until you look up and you might say, oh, shit, well, this is happening. And OK, so I might be doing something right. You know, and it's just a it's just a constant you know, like mind fuck. You know, it's just always, it's just always trying to, you know, figure it out. You know, what I'm saying so. Um, so yeah, so dealing with this interruption, I feel like because I'm in the mental health field, I'm handling it better than if I didn't like, like if I wasn't self aware already. You know, like if I wasn't a person who kind of knew like just more or less just about themselves, about their mental, you know, I probably would have been stressed and, you know, probably would have been in a depression to where, like, I, I didn't want to leave the house, you know, because cause I, I felt that coming, you know, like I, like, like I feel like 
I was I was chilling and I you know and I felt those kind of thoughts coming, but you know just kind of thinking about just really just thinking about my end goal. Um, you know, talking to my friends, friends keep me grounded. Um, you know, like different random people shouting me out. You know, to let people and that kind of like a self reassuring thing that okay, well, well, people are listening to you. People do respect the things that you do and say. So it's not no. So everything you're doing isn't for nothing, you know. So I really just got to put my faith in my grind and uh, go get it, you know. I know it sounds easier said than done, but <clears throat> I just got to go get it, you know. And that's I mean, there's, there's not really much left to think about, you know. So, but all in all, I'm surviving, you know. Uh, I'm making it, you know. I'm trying to be strategic in my next move. Um, Everything is everything is everything. You know, it could be a lot worse. That's one thing too. I know, I know that's kind of like a you know that's kind of a jaded answer, but it. I mean, when it's true, it's true. It could be a lot worse. You know, I was laid off with months in advance. You know, some people get laid off. You know, the at the beginning of their shift, and it's like here go your last two weeks check and beat in peace. You know, I was you know I, I I was able to leave with you know a nice chunk of change, so so I ain't in too too much of a stressful uh, you know um, a space. So I just got to be grateful that I, that that was able to happen. You know that, and also that the opportunities that did come, yeah, they're not perfect, but they are lucrative, and I just gotta. You know, you know, use all my resources. That's one thing people need to do. You know, well, not need to do, but you should do. Need to do sounds crazy. Uh, you should do. You know, when you when you're in a stressful situation, you should use all your resources. And I don't mean like money resources, but like use all your support. You know, call your mom, call your friend, call some, just call whoever you need to call. In this, you know, vent if you need to. Ask for some advice if you need it. Ask for like a word of peace. Ask for a prayer, you know, um, or just just ask this ask for them to listen, you know. Just you know, just just see if if, if they got five minutes that, that you can use of their time, so you can just say what's going on, you know. Um, nothing. <clears throat> us holding things in don't really help nobody, you know. I'm I'm trying not to do that because I do have a wife and a daughter that. That even though I might be messed up in my in my head, I still gotta prov- or not provide well provide for them, but also kind of be in a space where like I'm not making the space worse. You know, I'm not making the space hostile. <clears throat> so, so you know, I I've been leaning on people, and it's been helpful. You know, I can say that. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna take a little break. You know, this podcast episode is gonna be about. Me rambling, you know, for at least two more segments. So, you know, if you want to, stick around. If you don't, I got more rambling to do. All right, peace. All right, I am back. One part of this interruption phase I've been dealing with is regret um regret I try not I try not to regret anything that I do I try to be you know super positive like oh man this is a lesson to learn and whatever but nah I've been fucking it's been fucking with me you know what I'm saying just 
just the fact that, you know, I mean, to keep it 100%, when I took this job, um, you know, all the signs pointed to like, uh, doesn't seem, it doesn't have like a lot of strong legs behind this job. You know, it seems like something that be here for a year and in a year it'll be another program that was tried and missed, you know. But what they did was threw a fast salary at all of us, you know, so we could be like, all right, well, you know, hey, let's 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 make it, let's let's give it an effort, you know. So, you know, um, it's weird that you know when um, you know when certain situations people realize that money is, you know, uh, a, a big factor when people taking jobs, you know. But then in some situations, they like to say, oh, well, you know, this is social services and we don't do this for the money, you know. So I think that's kind of weird, but anyway. But yeah, so just the regret because you know um, I left a few opportunity, I left a few positions. One in particular, I had a state job that that was that was moving towards the mental health world, you know, like um, like their their whole thing now was like trying to really focus on you know improving mental health in their agency with the you know with the clients they serve, um, you know and. They they knew I was getting my master's degree and they supported it and it was, you know, a union job and everything and this is this is really an organization that really promotes like people to, you know, uh, get like extra trainings, you know, to, you, you know to be more than just you know like a regular line staff if you want it if you don't want it then then you know you know they're fine with that too you know but but you know but I'm thinking about this like man if I would have stayed at that job for like. One more year, I would have been in a nice position, you know. I and soon as you get those jobs, it's hard to lose those jobs because they're union jobs. <laughs> you really have to be fucking up for real, you know, to lose it, you know. And it and it was in the criminal justice field, so I mean they have layoffs, but you know, um, those kind of you know corrections always get the money, you know. They always get they they always get the budget, you know, but. Uh, yeah, just a lot of regret, you know, just thinking like, man, this job didn't do nothing for me. It just kind of put me in a position to where now, like, I, I can't really move forward because, you know, it was, you know, it just was, it just was bad, you know, and I've been dealing with that. But um, one thing that I, had to, that I had to do to get over that was like, just thinking, well, it wasn't really my fault, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't set this job up to be weak, you know, it wasn't really, I was going through a lot of uh, stuff with, um, you know, my, my boss, his boss, the schools I worked at, like, it was just like a, it was just like, like I was caught in a political game, you know? So, you know, but it, it does suck because you want to go to a job and you want to do good work. You want to help kids. You want to do, you know, like, and you, you want to be a model employee, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, uh, it ain't like it wasn't, I was stuck, you know, I was stuck in a rut. And I was thinking, like, you know, if I would have stayed at, you know, even the job that I had before the school district, like, if I just stayed there, held my head down, got all the training I needed, I probably could have been in this phase of my uh, LCSW instead of being about, you know, three months behind. And it's just been messing with me, you know, just been really messing with me. But I just got to remember that, you know, this is, it's just, it is what it is. You know, I'm trying to really be a person to, just put his faith in the work that that you can do you know um it's this whole this whole process has been just about me just like trying to just um let things be you know if i can control it cool if i can't move on you know um 
And I feel like, you know, we tell our, our clients that as therapists, you know, only control what you can control. Don't worry about everything else, you know. But it's hard when, when you're on the other side of, of that coin, you know. Um, it's just hard really to take your own advice, just to be honest. You know, it it really is hard to take your own advice, you know. I would tell, <clears throat> I would tell people not to get overwhelmed over things, but... I'm easily overwhelmed. You know, I get overwhelmed in a second. Now, now I have like emotional intelligence, so so I don't you know spaz out when I'm overwhelmed. I know how to kind of slow down and take a deep breath, and you know, let my mind sort things out. But also, I do get overwhelmed. You know, and I do get a little like I get a little upset. I get a little tight. I can feel it. Like I, like you know, when I get overwhelmed, I can feel my you know my what about blood pressure? But you know, I, I feel my skin kind of like rising. I feel the hair on my skin rising. You know, I I mean, I definitely can feel it. But like I said, you know, I have the emotional intelligence to just relax, chill out, don't spaz because ain't no point to do that. You know, you just kind of ruin the whole vibe, and I don't like ruining vibes. You know, but yeah, so yeah, this. But you know, but I feel like I'm in the. I'm in the um, other phase of, so like now I'm coming out of, you know, this whole transition, you know, it's been two weeks since my last day of work and, you know, I feel, I feel like it's about to be something different to where I can kind of look back and just like, all right, that was it, that was it, this is phase, whatever number, phase 88, you know, life, you got so many phases, this is another phase of life. And, you know, just ready to put some work in somewhere else, you know, and just build hip-hop social worker up more than it has been built, you know. So, yeah, so, you know, it's it's it's, it's really a beautiful thing when you could come to terms with, with stuff that was holding you back, you know, or that was holding you down. You know, like, it's really just kind of, it's really, like, rewarding when you could sit down and say, you know what, that was it. Uh, yeah, it sucked, but... It is what it is, you know, in five years when I do what I'm doing and, you know, uh, somebody might reach out to me to come speak, you know, and that could be like the, you know, you, you know, the, um, you know, your care. Like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, let me go. But, but, you know, this job don't define my career. This wasn't the pinnacle of my career. This wasn't the only place hiring, you know, this wasn't the only place that I could show my work. So, you know, I'm going to go out, get some more experience do some more dope stuff and when I when I come out the end of it you know I I'm probably going to be shining you know well I am going to be shining so yeah you know I mean and it's good to talk that fly shit for your own self confidence you know but it's also good to like really believe it and put the work in to do it you know like yeah we could talk confident and we could do all that stuff but if you don't believe it if you ain't putting the work in to do it anybody coming to look for you you know that's one thing I also learned too doing this whole podcast pocket or process anybody coming to look for you you know if you want it you got to put it out there you know so i take a little break and uh i will be back with the diagnosis of the week all right so before i get into this uh diagnosis of the week i just want to say that what's going down at the border is real fucked up um you know i don't really have any anything like anything else to say about it it's just real fucked up i feel like um we're gonna look back at this we're gonna look, we're gonna look back at this moment in time 
and and just like anything else that we have experienced or that we read about history books, we're probably not going to have too many good things to say about it. Or maybe somebody, some sick person will spin it to where, you know, they can put it off as just a political disagreement. But no, I mean, this is terrible, you know. We got pol- we got politicians going down there and seeing these conditions. And people are still bickering back and forth about, oh, well, well if they don't want to go to these camps, they shouldn't come. Listen, look, at nobody leaves their home country, travels on foot to come somewhere if shit at home ain't already messed up. You know what I'm saying? Like risking your life to come somewhere for to seek an asylum, you know, um, and over really asylum over conditions that, you know, maybe our past politics are probably, you know, a, a result of, you know. So. So, yeah, um, I, I know people think that this country is like paved with streets of gold and we like to think that people come here just because they want to use our, our, our resources. Nah, um, shit is fucked up where they live at and they need to come here for for whatever reason, you know, for a better life to escape death, you know, to really escape death. Think about that, to escape death. And then you come here and you got to be put in, in inhumane conditions, you know, like, like in, I'm... <laughs> my conspiracy theory bag is like, you know, this is all about somebody getting paid from these camps. You know, just like how people get paid from jails, somebody getting paid from these camps. You know, and 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 um, you know, like there's no real rush to fix immigration because while people are getting locked up, somebody's making some money. You know, just like how you know, you, like you might have a jail somewhere. When you have a jail somewhere, you got to fill it up. And what do you do to fill it up? You manipulate a whole bunch of shit. You know, I'm saying a whole bunch of crime to really get those jails to fill up. And people ain't gonna care too much because in their mind, criminals are criminals. They deserve to be locked up. And this say, same thing with this. You know, the people who support these camps, well, they're breaking the law. It's like so people deserve to like be put in inhumane conditions because they're breaking the law. And they're not even really breaking the law. They're seeking asylum, you know. So it's fucked up. Uh, as a social worker, I really, you know, I want to. I want to do more. I've signed a few petitions, but uh, it just breaks my heart. You know, what I'm saying like it's just it's just to see people down there living like that and see kids living like that. You know, and then you know the vice president goes and says, "Oh well, you know the news lied. These people are saying that they are." Um, you know, they're, they have been treated very like, well, like, no, like people are dying. People are sick. You know, people are, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I don't support it. I'll never support it. I'll never support any kind of cruel form of immigration. Um, yeah, I just don't. So there's that. Um, but if you, you know, if you're a social worker or anybody, um, you know, just send me some ideas in my inbox to let me know, you know, other ideas that I can, how I can, how, you know, I can do more. And I, I, there's not a lot I can do, you know, like I can't go, you know, um, do like some fat protests or something like that. But I just, which I just want to know, you know, what are other social workers doing to, you know, support, um, or not support, but, you know, you know, to get these places closed down. Um, I just want to know like what's going on and what are, what are people doing? You know, I, I can't believe that, you know, this president is still in office, uh, you know, and people are like kind of being complicit in some of the rhetoric he's spitting, you know, he's telling, uh, you know, Brown women on the Congress to go back to their countries. It's like, fam, like this is getting, it's getting ridiculous. And, you know, and I can't, I just can't believe that 
nothing has been done about it. He's just been going. He's really been calling the shots uh, for the last three years, you know, or two years because he got inaugurated in 2017. So he's really been doing what he wants to do. And I remember, you know, uh, people telling Obama to play the political game and all that stuff. Shit, he could have been clowning too, you know. But, yeah, it is what it is. Well, it's not it is what it is. I hate fucking saying that. There got to be something that, that, that can be done because, yeah, it's heartbreaking. But anyway, uh, let me get to the diagnosis of the week, and it is delirium. Diagnostic criteria, a disturbance in attention, i.e. reduced ability to direct, focus, sustain, and shift attention, and awareness, reduce orientation to the environment. The disturbance, the disturbance develops over a short period of time, usually hours to a few days. Um, represents a change from baseline attention and awareness and tends to fluctuate in severity during the course of a day. An additional disturbance in cognition, e.g. memory deficit, dis- disorientation language, um, or perception. The disturbances in the criteria A and C are not better explained by another pre-existing established or evolving neurocognitive disorder or nor do or or do not occur in the context of severity reduced level of arousal such as coma there is evidence from the history physical examination and laboratory findings that the disturbance is a direct physiological consequence of another medical condition substance intoxication or withdrawal i e due to drug or abuse or drug of uh, i e due to a drug of abuse or to a medication or exposure to a toxin or is due to multiple, I can't say that word, etiologies. i never seen that word before. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah, so back to the, the border. It's fucked up. People are going to look, and we're gonna, you're going to be on the wrong side of history, just like how, you know, just, just how, like, everybody else was, just how the Nazis were. Just how, you know, the screaming white people, screaming at people trying to go to school or, you know, just, it's just, it's just, you're just, you're just going to be wrong, you know. And, you know, we got a lot of trauma. I mean, we've always had trauma in this country. This country has caused many people trauma, and it looks like we still want to, we still doing it. Um, so, yeah, this, uh, but this is, this is, this might be trauma that might come back and, and haunt us, you know, just, just keeping it at 100. You know, this trauma right really come back and really, you know, be a force to be reckoned with. Because what we creating right now is hostility. You know, we creating some hostility, and hope hopefully, you know, things get resolved. But you know, it's not looking too good. It's just looking like more rhetoric, more more damaging language. You know, or more there's a whole lot of bullshit. Uh, anyway. Uh, this is another week of hip hop social worker. Um, appreciate everybody for listening. Um, you can go to my website, hiphopsocialworker.com, sign up for my newsletter. Um, me and my, me and my buddy, we're trying to get a men's group, go out, go out and do some walking on the waterfront in Portland. So if you're in Portland and you want to come join a group of men, you know, we're just trying to, we're just trying to really, um, you know, uh, do some exercise, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 
connect, you know, make some relationships, you know, do some business, talk some business, talk some creativity, or just talk about, you know, life, you know, vent or whatever, you know, um, you know, because a lot of times, you know, we, we like to go out, with, we like to turn up, we like to meet for lunch or, you know, our brunch or whatever, but it's like, no, nah, let's just get together, let's just walk, you know, let's just try to get our blood flowing and, you know, let's just try to get things moving. That's every Saturday um, at eight o'clock at the waterfront. By the Salmon Street Springs, which is the fountain. I just found out that the, that they were called the Salmon Street Springs. So I'm going to call them the Salmon Street Springs. All right. Uh, it's Monday. Y'all be easy. You know, have a good Monday or don't have a good Monday. You know, it's okay to hate Mondays. Um, yeah, just, you know, try to find some peace this week. Uh, you know, try to uh, mend some relationships. Try to say your, try to say your peace. You know, keep your voice up. Uh, you know, don't let nobody shut your voice down. All that good stuff. I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.